breathed in darkness. She'd felt death. She'd seen a lot of death before. Bodies splayed. Bodies out of sync. Bodies with only one more story in them. The story of how they had died. She'd seen people torn out of their own dimension. Human victims with printouts of pain and disbelief in their eyes. They were data now. Data and flies. Historic details laid out on a crime scene database. Aiming you the smell of death. The death of others. She never knew though that she would be able to smell her own death. She didn't want to be insane. All the conditions that kept her fixed and real and human were out of reach. Amy found it easier to touch her insanity now. Sanity was on the other side. She was no longer Amy. She was a million little slices of pain and guilt and hatred. Even the sun on her face felt fraudulent. Postmortems were professional. They were placed in a time and space. This blankness, this numbness, this was her own personal death. Her dark daydream from hell. She had changed forever. She was not investigating a murder. She was the perpetrator, the killer. Chadwick was gone. Her soul had shifted a few degrees. Her secret 
her shame. She felt like she could no longer see the daylight the way it was before. Everything looked different now. There was a dark, black pulse filter of shell shock over everything. Work was in shock. Chadwick was really well thought of. He was the golden boy. Everybody gathered round Amy, tears in their eyes. Amy could touch the disbelief in their heart. They prayed for Amy. They shared her pain. They said that they would find whoever did this. They would pay. Amy held her colleagues and friends. Her embrace was out of time. It dragged. It scratched like a rat on the surface of a broken watch. She shared their pain, but Amy was in the shadows, not the light. Amy was the shattered glass that she swam in that fateful day. She didn't tell them that she was the cause of their pain. She held them tighter and cried. Everything was lost. Real tears poured from her in genuine mourning, not for his life. For hers, Amy was briefed by her superiors. They wanted to know why she was not there with him on that assignment on that night. Amy lied. She looked into the core of their eyes showing total remorse. I should have been there. If I had been there, he might have been alive now. The leading officer looked at Amy and said, Thank God you were not there. It probably saved your life, Amy. Amy nodded in tears. We will put a new team on this to investigate who could have done this 
And why? We will get the answers to this. I can guarantee that. But for now, you need to take some leave to grieve. We all know how well you work together. You two were a great team. He was one of us, Amy. Our friend, our colleague. One of our own. We will find the perpetrator who did this. No matter what it takes. The water hit Amy hard in the shower. She had never felt so alone. There was no art or music in her body. She kept on getting flashbacks. The shattered mirror of her life. The dull thud and soundless hell of still being alive. Suspended upside down in her own life. And it is always midnight. She needed to survive. But she didn't know how to. She felt sick inside. The black darkness. The poison taste everywhere. She needed some ideas. She would sell her home. Her home was shadow. Her home was ripped apart. She wanted to run away. But there were no pathways. She wanted to not see. The colourless greyed out image of Chadwick's hands around her neck punching every last drop of decency out of her she couldn't stop the feeling of wanting to run away but that would be the worst possible thing to do No, she needed a plan. She started to dry her body. Her skin felt like dry rock, lifeless, soulless matter. Nerves without feelings. Nerves communicating Only facts, data, analytic flow. She needed someone to hide behind. Someone to help her get through this unbearable pain. She started to fantasize about someone she could feel safe with. Someone who would be there and help her heal. Someone who didn't freeze her blood, 
Someone who looked at the sun and didn't feel like a fraud. Someone who wanted to make her feel part of her own skin, safe in her own flesh. That is gone forever. She will never feel safe again. All that trust is dead bone. She tried to block the images out of her head of Chadwick smiling, Chadwick's voice, Chadwick's smell, the invisible reality of him, him, him. She leant on the black sink in exactly the same way she did when she was attacked. The echoes never went away. The flashbacks in flames burning into her charcoal mind. She hated everything about the bathroom. She hated everything about her house. She thought that she would be free of him, but he was still there in her head. She thought the pain would go. Just go. Like a miracle. Leave her to try and find some peace. The pain was relentless. She walked down the stairs and half expected Chadwick to still be there. She walked into the kitchen, still not dry, her body moist with despair, the towel around her, dead to the world. She opened another bottle of red wine. As the cork came out, she was determined she would sell the house. She would start again, try to build a new person that is not made of black poison. She needed to not taste of blood, not taste of gunshot. She needed to survive a brand new life. She looked into the oblivion with a glass raised high. With tears in her eyes, she told the ghost of Chadwick, you will never raise your fists on a woman again.
again. Tears fell down her face. Salted tears spilling into her glass. The red wine tasted good. The funeral for Chadwick was tomorrow. She would see his wife and his children. The guilt switched off all the lights in the house and filled it with dread and remorse and terror. The guilt cloaked her, enveloped her, took over her as she fell to the kitchen floor. <laughs> 